they sit comfortably. Um, I haven't had a chance to re- reflect much on what to talk about tonight, um, so I um, will have to improvise. Um, but I have a, a theme in my mind, we'll see how it comes out. Um, but it's about how when people practice and mature in practice is that they can get stuck in what's referred to in, in Zen as stuck in an empty place. And um, I remember years ago when I lived in um, Hawaii, when I, where I started my Zen training with Robert Aiken, that Robert Aiken um, told the story once of um, a young man who'd been sitting with him for quite some time and did a session and had some, some insight experience um, that was quite, quite moving for him um, in, the, in the session and had a glimpse of emptiness or no self. And, um, and then, then what happened, because he lived in the Zen Centre, he stopped coming to meditation and, um, and he would lie in bed rather than getting up and so on. So Robin Aiken said he, you know, came in and spoke to him once, you know, to find out what was happening. And, and, and the guy said, um, look, it's just that, um, and he'd been quite a, quite a committed sitter before that. And he said, well, after that experience, I just can't see the point in practicing. Mm-hmm. Like if everything is empty and there's nothing to see, you know, nothing to attain, then, then what's the point of practicing? Right? Good question, really. It was actually um, the question um, that uh, Dogen Zenji, the founder of Soto Zen, he actually asked himself a similar question to that. Like if, if we all have Buddha nature right now, well then what's the point of practicing? But the difference with Dogen, he spent the next 10, 15 years of his life practicing to, to resolve that koan that naturally arose. Um, and you know, in some conversations I've had with some um, Buddhist people who've come to counselling or therapy with me over the years, and for some curious reason, um, they're all men. It's not, it's not women who are coming with this issue. I don't, I don't quite understand that, but it seems like it's more of a male issue in the way that we think, I don't know. But um, the theme with these men coming is, um, what's the point of coming to counselling? Even though they come, you know, what's the point in coming? Because there is no self, it's just a construction. So what is there to work on? Hmm? Um, now, um, and what can happen sometimes when people practice, and this is what we're hoping will happen with practice, is that um, there is a dissolving of um, hanging on to a sense of self, you know, a sense of separate self and separate ego. If the practice works, that, that, that should dissolve, you know. The, the, the self-centred dream should dissolve or we see through it. So that's what happens to you. That, that's what's supposed to happen. Um, but for some reason, some people um, go to a retreat and they've, they've been practising for a long time and they get to that same point. What, what's the point of doing this? And they give it up. Um, and then what happens is not only do they give up on their meditation practice, but they seem to give up on life. 
And so they, they drop out of their career, they drop out of relationships, because what's the point of doing it? Everything's empty. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of missing the point of practice. And um, that's what it's referred to in the, in the Zen literature as being stuck in emptiness. Now, I actually think for a lot of the people I've seen is that it's, it's an intellectual thing. They're actually not actually stuck in emptiness. They're stuck in an idea of what practice is. And if we really want a, a litmus test in a sense of whether we've really had um, an, an, a glimpse of emptiness and we've, we've woken up to some degree, then the indication of that is not really whether you stop practice or not or you stop working or whatever that might be and stop functioning in the world. The real key to it is did that experience cut through the grasping and craving in your life and the aversion in your life? Did that dissolve or not? That really is the litmus test because that in Buddhism is the cause of your suffering. If that dissolved and you're no longer suffering, well, that good on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what often happens is people get to this empty place um, and then um, it's not as though they stop grasping after things or avoiding things. They just keep avoiding work because... Um, they don't like all the hassle that goes with it, you know, or the conflict that goes with it, or the politics that goes with it, or relationships for that matter. And, um, and so the aversion to life hasn't actually been resolved in any way. And so that, that glimpse into emptiness, that the pointlessness of things in a sense, um, doesn't actually follow through in everyday life. So it's important, it is important as you go through practice that that, that, that e- egocentricity does dissolve. But if it really dissolves, um, it would lead to more engagement in life, not less. You know, it would not lead to detachment, but being more involved, being, in, being 100% in what you're doing in your life. So don't get stuck in empty. Not good for you, not good for your health.